Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to... Oh, oh, sorry, I'm getting a phone call here. Oh, hello? Oh, hi, Alabama lawmakers. I was just about to call you. Yeah, I swear. I know that I have to get your approval for everything now. So uh, I was just about to do this podcast. Oh, yeah, four women on a phone call. Oh. Oh, we can't? Oh. Oh, this is awkward. Oh, what? I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> Hey, so despite what Alabama lawmakers say, I'm going to keep going with this podcast with my four best friends on a phone call. Macy's going to take us on a crazy ride this week. We're going to ramble a lot about what I just alluded to because I'm still angry and I don't care. They they let me do this intro. I beg for it. So uh, anyways, this is Violet. If you couldn't tell by how awkward and uncomfortable and uh, abrasive this is. And I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Cody. Maisie. And Sasha. All right. Now everyone fight the system and listen to our podcast and our dope intro music. Oh, I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the reason why I was late tonight um, was because I don't celebrate my birthday. Backstory. I try not to celebrate my birthday. Um, I try not to celebrate my birthday, but my freaking boyfriend sent me the coolest Chicago Blackhawks jersey. And it's like legit. It's legit, Neff. It's like, I mean, top tier, high grade. And it's That's got John. So cool. Wait, John who? Oh, it's got, I don't want to say the wrong name because I'm so tired, but it's got like a player's name embroidered on the back. It is the coolest. I love so it. So it's your birthday and I missed it. No, it's not, not yet. My birthday yet, but it got there early. He tried to plan it to where I would get it before I went over to Magical Goo Jelly's house so I could wear it over. He was like, I want you to, like, come home to it on Friday. But surprise, I came home to it today. (laughs) Aww. Yeah, it was very sweet. So I had to, like, call him and thank him. And, oh, no, Boris is here. (laughs) There you are. He pushed open the door and was like... (laughs) Bitch, are you talking without me? <laughs> oh, is it podcast time? Oh, you must have forgotten to tell me. Don't you know it's podcast time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for his face to pop up. Oh, it will. Because he's going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you looking at the computer screen? The can TV we just talk about what are this? What I miss that. I miss what are this. Me too. Um. 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 How was everyone's week? <laughs> <laughs> loaded question. Loaded question. Eh. Same. Today was Angry. my first Irritated. day off in two weeks, essentially. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus. though we went, I know, but we went on like. A retreat is not the right word, but my job 
took us to stay in a cabin in a place called Opal Creek for a night. And I highly recommend, even if this is advice day, I'm going to say it again. I highly recommend escaping to nature for just a little bit. Because the trees are so big and you feel so small. (laughs) I just go into my yard when I want to see nature. Honestly, though, that's very true. We hiked probably as far as it took me to drive to get to Cody's house. (laughs) (laughs) But I really loved it. Opal Creek is very pretty. Very pretty. The water's like teal. Does the whole shop shut down when you are there, or does someone miss out on the trip? No, we, yeah, they do it, like, Um, only five of us went out of a big group of us, so. You know what, though? Pieces. Walk. I worked with you at a coffee shop, and I can attest that on every holiday, you and I worked and never got to enjoy the party, except for that one time that we just got really hammered. I totally forgot about that until this moment. Me also. (laughs) But. But now I can't stop thinking about those over-concentrated gummy bears. Yeah, we did vodka gummy bears in the parking lot, and then... <laughs> we, we did. Had, like, <laughs> we, had, like, we did them. Uh, <laughs> and we had, like, two margaritas at Texas Roadhouse prior, and we are like, we're gonna get lit at this Christmas party. And then, like, as I we were all getting tipsy, our boss texted us and was like, hey, no alcohol. Absolutely no alcohol. And we were like, whoops. <laughs> so we just took, like, handfuls of gummy bears and was like... Mah! In the parking lot, but then me and Maisie like looked at each other and we got uncomfortable and we like winked. Actually, I don't remember if we winked. I just assumed that's something we would do. Yeah, probably. We went out to Maisie's car and tried to chug a bottle of champagne. Well, <laughs> what a bad idea. <laughs> we are too old for that. <laughs> Not at the time. We were just spring chickens. Spring chicken. Well, and regardless of how old you are, chugging champagne is like the worst idea. It's oh, like sure. it's like if you shook up a bottle of Coke and then tried to chug it. There was just like foam <laughs> pouring out. <laughs> we were just like we take a long swig and then just. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the most like repulsive, disgusting thing. Love but it. We but hey, warm, so. we didn't drink at the party. That's true, and Lost. I passed out on my bathroom floor that night. I don't Lost. remember what happened to me. I guess I got home. <laughs> 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 that no. means I probably talked I lived with my grandparents so I probably talked to them oh Jesus sorry Nan and Pop <laughs> my bee <laughs> my bee no one, no one tells you not to chug champagne that's all I'm saying Yeah, um, I mean, it's advice week don't tr- chug champagne <laughs> go to nature don't chug champagne <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, that is like 100% sure what I want on my t-shirt. You know, there's like, Target, oh yeah, oh yeah, there's some Murder Blows merch. I've noticed that lately Target has been having like very eccentrically wine mom heavy clothing. God. You You mean like my pink sweater that says champagne, please? (laughs) Yes, but for you it like kind of fits, I don't know, like... With you, it's just like, look at this cute aesthetic. But, like, I would see that on a girl, like, getting out of yoga lotties, And I'd be like, woof. Hey, <laughs> yoga lotties is harder than yoga. But like, not, not as hard like, as Pilates. Which makes me hate people way more. Like, okay, do you remember when we went to that yoga brewery thing? Yeah. 
We were we next go back. to this girl. Oh, woof, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I said maybe because I felt, like, really great the second day after. But, the like, during, I had, like, a mental breakdown, so. <laughs> I mean, fair. That's Hi. what yoga's for. Huh? So that's what yoga's for. To have a mental breakdown? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to break you down or remind you you're just human. Almost every time in, like, whatever the chair cactus poses, I'm like, I'd rather be dead. Oh, no. I was having a mental breakdown because, like, everyone in the room was beautiful and fit and hipster. And I was like, wow, I'm a cow. That's because, <laughs> no, you live in Nashville where people eat celery and drink champagne. Not champagne, this stuff. What am I drinking? Hard seltzer. Hard seltzers. They don't eat calories. They throw up and cry. They're the people that are like, you know what actually isn't that bad? Kale. <laughs> it is, though. I mean, like, and I like vegetables. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy vegetables and fruit. But, like, I can tell you the amount of times I've, like, ordered something healthy in a restaurant and been like, this is way better than anything I could have gotten. It's called zero times. <laughs> zero. I like kale, but I like kale and soup. Well, see, that's my Ew. thing. Like, But I would never, what? like... It's so it absorbs all the broth and doesn't taste like kale anymore. No, that's fair. I remember I got hooked on the brewery's Asian chicken salad and it had like little like oranges in it. I was like, this is delicious. Why don't I get this all the time? And then the next time I got uh, uh, buffalo wings, I was like, oh yeah, that's why. Oh yeah. I have a thing where I'm like, I will not pay for a salad at a restaurant. Because it's freaking lettuce. And no one ever washes it the right way, and I almost always contract some kind of stomach thing from it. Yes. Jeez. Especially fast okay, food yeah. salads. I had to take my mother-in-law to Ruby Tuesdays on Mother's Day. Three adults got the salad bar, and we got a child's meal, and it was $63 for salad. Oh, but it's Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays, and it's not that good. Listen, yeah. I got I beef pissed. I could have had Italian. <laughs> we know how you feel about Italian. I'm mad at Ruby Tuesdays because they had a restaurant in Turkey Creek in East Tennessee, and it was called Walk A. And shout out to Allie from Blank Slate Labs and Arcadian because we used to go there all the time. And then it was owned by Ruby Tuesdays, and Ruby Tuesdays fucking closed it down because they wanted to rebrand fucking Ruby Tuesdays. And nobody cares, and nobody goes there anyway. Except for Cody's mother-in-law. I'm sorry. I'm mad about it still. I love that. My stepdad used to work, like, at the world market next to that thing. I loved it! He liked it, too. Do you know what the sodium is like, though? Yes, but I didn't care at the time. I was so young and just wanted to eat those dumb little crispy chips that were seasoned with God knows what. Oh, yeah. Seth used to work there at Ruby Tuesdays. Oh. Oh. When he was in high school. And we would go all the time, eat there. And I, I just, like, moved down here. It was affordable. And now it's $63 for salad. And, like, I had to dig through the salad because there was brown salad in the salad bar. Ew! Yeah, I was not happy. Never had brown salad? No, just kidding. Not sponsored by Ruby Tuesdays. Not. Never. Get out. I'm sponsored by Brown Salad. No. <laughs> I wonder um, if there is a Ru- or a TGI Fridays near the Ren Fair. That seems like that kind of area. 
because I got a TGI Fridays gift card. That is the chain of thought that I did not finish out loud. I like it. When's the Ren Fair y'all going to? Saturday. Oh, fudge, yeah. Are oh, you got, yeah. Are you going to dress up? Oh, yeah. yeah. Even if I don't finish my costume, which hopefully I will, I'm going to be working on it all night tomorrow and all day Friday. I told my boss I have a very important thing to finish. So don't at me. Sorry, boss. There's no way he would listen to this podcast. I think he's scared to know my personal life. <laughs> that's fair. You know, but, every yeah, that should happen every once in a while. Yeah, I think like yeah, we talk like once in a while. Like I had the first like casual conversation with him since my interview in a long time. It was very nice, but we both were like, "This is getting too chatty." Farewell. Like Wisconsin, <laughs> when he's like. I like to let my coworkers know I don't care about them, so I pretend to not know their names. Yes. <laughs> yes. I used to do that with a guy I worked with at Spencer's. I called him Dwayne or Dwight, but his name was James. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James, if you listen to this podcast, but you already know because you were the victim of it. And yeah. <laughs> I just Sorry. didn't want to hear from Now you know it's on purpose. <laughs> I am. Switching jobs at my work. Ooh. Yeah. But my current boss is real salty about it, and I'm over it. <laughs> real over his attitude, because he's like a 40-year-old man, and he needs to stop. Oh, uh, we're done with them. 40-year-old men have been canceled. I was going to say done with 40-year-olds, and then I'm like, oh, I better watch it. <laughs> I'm getting close to that age. Well, also, you can still get pregnant in your 40s, and if you live in three states, you can't fix that. <laughs> All right, I'm See, done. my problem with this is, like, how many of the four of us have health care? Do you guys have health care? Yep. I mm-hmm. do, but it's not great. Okay. That's great. Okay. I do, but it's not great. If so, it tells you anything, I think I paid 30 a paycheck so 60 bucks a month and that's for like healthcare dental vision and something if I die on the job <laughs> accidental death and dismemberment jeez sorry no if you don't have healthcare and you're forced to have a kid you and your child are automatically in debt for the rest of your life how funny you should uh, mention that because, because of the uh, hospital bills yeah um Fun fact, too, in 2015, Alabama had 33,768 uninsured children. Jesus. And that Uh, number has only increased. Yep. And uh, 19,000 teens aged 16 to 19 were not enrolled in school or working in 2015, most of which, I should note, was because of the alarmingly uh, raised teen pregnancy rate, which I didn't write down and I don't know why I didn't. Um, Also, I should note that all of these notes are from Alabama's uh, HR office website. Yeah. The um, state doesn't even provide proper sanitation. Like, they literally have hookworm yeah. in certain areas. Yeah. What? My dog yeah, like, doesn't have hookworm. No, like, Bernie Sanders and uh, somebody he knew went there. A UN person went there, and they uh, compared it to a third world country. My mouth has been open for so long, I just yawned. That's how bad Alabama is. They don't even take care of anybody in their state, but they're like, you're going to be forced to live like this if your mother gets pregnant and can't abort you. 
So here's a super, uh, I have more facts I, oh. I researched because I don't know why. Maybe it's the fact that um, I am a woman, unfortunately, spoiler alert, men, I have a vagina. And um, I started uh, doing that thing where I bleed monthly today. Uh, <laughs> At least you did that thing. To it. Because if you didn't, you would be doomed. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'd be asking to pick up hey. heavy boxes in the warehouse. Um, I got your back. I'll throw you down the stairs if you need me to. <laughs> I got because a real mean jujitsu. Um, <laughs> this is abortion jujitsu. Woof. Wow. All right. <laughs> Not the name of the blows. episode. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Can we vote uh... on that first? Yeah. No, I said not the name of the episode. <laughs> oh, you cut out, and I thought you said name of the episode. <laughs> no. Oh, I, on, I was like, yeah, that's great. Um, uh-uh. I expect to lose a lot of followers, but also gain a lot of women followers, so win-win. Um, also, maybe men support this case, too. That would be nice. Um, if you've got a lady in your life and you actually love her, you should be outraged right now. You know what? If you're a human being, you should be outraged right now, but like, I will settle. If you don't want your rights taken away in any form or fashion, you should be outraged right now. If you want to keep your guns, you should be outraged outraged right now. now. Oh, um, so I actually have a tie into that. (laughs) I Um, tweeted about it earlier. So, uh, the fun fact, uh, the number of children in custody waiting to be adopted since all of those people saying, why don't you just adopt? And, uh... And I'm also, I also have the finalized adoptions, just to kind of put it in perspective here. Uh, in 2015, the number was 5,041 kids um, were, uh, yeah, in custody waiting to be adopted or in foster care, et cetera. Uh, there were only 512 adoptions. Wait, just in Alabama? Yes, just in Alabama. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, in 2016, there were 5,385 children, so we've raised about a little over 340 um and there were only 502 adoptions so granted we didn't tank hard but i mean the Look, number... i've got an accounting degree and that's less than 10 percent yeah um 50 I'll... books said their sex says their sex ed is abstinence only as well yeah. uh-huh mine was uh mine was too. mine was that plus a million pictures of gonorrhea yep yeah <laughs> we got the gonorrhea slideshow um in 2017, there were 6,129, so we've raised about 1,000, and the finalized adoptions were 509. So you've got seven more. Good job, Alabama. Now, this is an interesting number, considering, um, remember, 6,000 was 2017's number. The number of abuse, neglect, and exploitation cases against parents in Alabama in 2015 oh. were 8,078. Um, in 2016, 9,067, and in 2017, 9,367. So we're only going up on these uh, parents that are abusing, neglecting, or exploiting their children. Um, Who grow up to do the same fucking thing. They're probably stealing their kids' medication and, like, selling it, and their kids aren't probably properly getting the correct mental care that they need or medication because their parents are like we need to sell these pills for money yeah um also so this doesn't really tie in but the only number i could find on this was 2015 and i assume because the number's only raised and they didn't want to share it if someone else finds this please tweet it at me uh at murder blows 
because I'm very curious, but uh, 65 children, just children, under the age of 19 were killed by a firearm in 2015 by an adult. In Alabama? In Alabama. All of what those the were- fuck? <laughs> Alabama stats, ladies and gentlemen. Not the whole United States, just Alabama. One state. One, One state. state. I don't know why today, instead of just like, getting angry and cussing though i did do that too (laughs) i was at work and i was like you know what fuck this i'm gonna i'm really curious um i did look up so then here's something else i tried to look up alabama laws not on my work computer because uh (laughs) but on the maximum sentence for maximum and minimum sentence for uh men acquitted of rape or acquitted or charged of rape sorry um and i couldn't find that i found several websites that said to life but i don't think that's accurate um, someone please name the last rapist that got a life sentence just tweet me yeah, i want to know anywhere in the fucking country just let me if know. you want to look up a really scary statistic look up the percentage of like women of color how much of a higher yep. uh, death mm-hmm. by childbirth rate they have than white people so that oh. is something I will say that I did find interesting on Alabama's uh, statistics website, um, and it was from their like their HR representative posted these facts and made these uh, uh, powerpoints for me. Thank you um, for letting me know what a garbage state <laughs> your lawmakers are creating. But I found this interesting that there are more kids that are victim of those abuse, neglect, and uh, exploitation. By like, I mean, there was a pretty massive percentage difference in uh, white families. Mm. Well, every time, you know, I always hear about people bitching about Mexicans bringing drugs into our country. But every time I see a large drug bust from our area, it's all white people. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that those are the white people that are exploiting and harming their children. The ones on opioids. What a cesspool. Yeah. Um, but I did see that there was originally when I first read all the stuff about uh, the bill, it was saying that any woman that had an abortion, et cetera, could serve up to 99 years in jail. Um, and then a lot of websites were saying that men, if if they were charged, won. Like, I mean, okay, and let's think about it, too. Wasn't Roy Moore from Alabama? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep, the guy yep. that was like raping 13 yep. year olds yes yeah. so and he was never charged for it right i mean he got banned from no. a mall but he was allowed to run for office so what yep i'm sure there are more malls in alabama damn what else are the kids gonna do <laughs> i guess get pregnant but um go play in the mud and get hookworm <laughs> but uh yeah it was it was pretty like, it just doesn't make sense to me. The Your statistics don't add up, Alabama. Like, I want your numbers. Actually, I just got your numbers, and they suck. <laughs> and that they was probably hard. don't include black people, because they're probably like, oh, these aren't people. I will <laughs> say sure. that their website did include other races' statistics, but not to give them any credit, but I, I have to, you know. Like... <laughs> Not that all this doesn't grind my gears, but what really grinds my gears is that people that are sharing, like, Facebook specifically where I've seen it the most, like, the headlines say Alabama, uh, you know, passed, 
whatever, yeah, Ohio passes the abortion ban, um, including rape and incest. And that's the headline that keeps getting shared. And that's the headline that keeps getting praised. And how can you not focus on those last three words, rape and incest? How can you have like grandchildren and share that? and feel mm-hmm. okay about it. I just my I mom feels okay about it. I don't understand. It's I, great. I don't understand. You know what she told either. me? She oh. said, blessings come in disguises. That Ow. doesn't apply here. You're right. Plagues do happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe we'll develop. <laughs> no. Oh um, my god. When God closes the door, he opens the window. I hope I'm and infertile. Jump out of <laughs> also doesn't apply. Um, I will say, though, that if you have never been scared of a pack of angry women before, get <laughs> fucking ready. Because if you don't think people aren't going to fight back, you got well, it all wrong, little back, fella. The reason why they're doing this right now during a Trump presidency is because it's going to go to the Supreme Court. And once it goes to the Supreme Court, they can overturn Roe versus Wade. And that's what they're trying to do here. I it know. has nothing with individual states. It's shitty Republicans being like, what can we accomplish before we lose in 2020? But, like, just surely it will stop, right? So, here's what needs to happen. Here's what needs to happen. All of these people that are sharing these posts and upset and angered need to talk about this. And, I mean, I I said it before when the first election happened and I laid in the middle of the road and cried and, and yelled at cars to run me over. I definitely understand feeling defeated. But, like, instead of, I think that, that kind of lit a fire under my ass today, or, well, when I first heard about it, um, because there's also, like, a little thing, and I couldn't clarify it, so I don't want to say that this is 100% fact, but what got me also riled up was the fact that if women have a miscarriage, they can now be taken to court over it to see if it was done on purpose. Yeah. I can't. And that, includes, that includes unknowingly, like, you don't yeah. know you're pregnant Which until, like, eight weeks down the road. Though. Yeah. Right. And you accidentally, like, do drugs not realizing. Or, like me, okay, when I got pregnant, mm-hmm. I couldn't take my anxiety medication anymore because it could yeah. harm my child. But I had to wean myself off of it. Yeah. I couldn't stop right away. So if I would have lost that child, they could have thrown me in jail because I refused to stop taking my anxiety medication. Oh, yeah. That's how bad this bill is. Well, see... And I don't know if this is the right time to share, but I miscarried when I was 17 and doctors uh, misdiagnosed another girl with a very, very similar name, uh, same first initial and last. Um, And they gave her my result and I got her UTI result. And to add to this opioid crisis, um, they prescribed me Demerol, Vicodin, and another painkiller. But so I was when you didn't even need yeah, it. I I was pregnant and I had no idea. So they were pumping me full of painkillers. So like, I have I mean like, and I had to sign a waiver saying that I wouldn't sue because I was underage and like all this crazy. I was all doped up though. Who I had no idea what I was signing. So in that I was like, I wonder what seventeen year old me would have been put through had this law been passed back then. Right. Yeah. You know? And that was, I mean, that was 10 years ago, over 10 years ago now. Well, my deal is like, I've been on birth control for nine years and it's wrecking my body. And so I'm like, okay, it's my husband's turn now. But now I feel like I'm vulnerable. Like, if I get raped, I'm fucked. 
even though I don't live in Alabama, I still feel like I'm fucked. Well, and and here's at the end of the day, this is what high murder blows. I hope you're ready for this episode because I've been brewing on it. I've been brewing and I'm so glad you're doing this because I'm just dying inside. And we will get to a murder case. um, I promise. (laughs) I'm laughing. I'm laughing. Um, (laughs) But what you need to do is take this anger with you all the way to the polls in 2020. Like, do not let this flame die. Seriously, like. That's what's happened to me, I feel. Not that, like, I hate this any less than I did when I, like, you know. I'm so well, very first you need to take it, it to, the, to the primaries. First we need to take it to the primaries, and then we need to take it to 2020s. Because today Bernie Sanders, not that I'm vetting for anybody or anything, but he said that um, abortion is health care. And he is 100 and million percent correct. Abortion is health care. Absolutely. And I, I mean, like I... I said, just drive this fury all the way down Fury Road, Mad Max this shit, and like fight the system. I mean, I think my favorite tweet so far has been that from a, a, a person of color that said, I love that I live in a country where we've decided that a zygote is a human being with rights, but we're not entirely sure that a black person is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, yep. I just think about all this stuff, and I think about the fact that there are kids literally starving to death in this mm-hmm. country when we 100% have the means to feed them. But we're so worried about what I do with my body. Also, like, do I even have to talk about gun control in this No. <laughs> Golly. Like... I mean, come on, Alabama. Like, get your head out of your assholes. Because it's obviously... They're so buried, you're... Everything must taste like shit and farts. <laughs> but Not all of Alabama. Alabama not, yeah. lawmakers. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that I think that's been my big problem. I've had to delete tweets that I've posted because I'm like, oh, wait, I just, like, generalized Alabama. But it's very obvious that people in Alabama are upset about this. Because they don't want men saying what to do with their bodies. So, yeah. <clears throat> Which, uh, I don't want anyone. I don't care if you're a man, woman, fucking dragon. I don't care if <laughs> I'm in Game of Thrones land. Like, I, I don't want anyone. I was having a conversation with a coworker today, and I was like, anytime anyone tells me you can't do this because you're a woman, it, like, fuels me. I don't care if you're like, you can't jerk off the way a man can. I'll figure it the fuck out. I will MacGyver myself a dick. Don't tell me I can't do anything. Okay. (laughs) No, I know I've said this before, but, like, I have a boy's name, and online I get treated different because people think I'm a boy. So anybody who says there's no difference can fuck off. Also, you wouldn't be here without your own mother, so fuck off everyone! (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think you got here! I think that's my my second favorite tweet. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, it's the one that's like, we should make, vasectomies are reversible, we should make every guy get one. Oh, wait, you don't want your body controlled? (laughs) That was like, I remember when the first... Because they can get them at any time they want, but we can't get our tubes tied until wet until we've had three kids and like 35 yeah yeah um puppies are pretty cool 
I can't. I picked a case that has none of these topics, so I'm so impressed with myself that I'm this is just impressed. like impeccable timing. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of case, oh my god, last episode was so fun. Oh, the last episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. So in the beginning, when I was like, "Who is it that has that composition notebook?" It's Harriet the it's... Spy or yes. Nancy Drew. Okay, yeah. My brain was, I was like, Harriet the Spy. I was spy, yelling. Though. I was like, Harriet the Spy! Harriet the Spy! Yeah, when I listened back to it, I was like, Nancy, you idiot. <laughs> I was <laughs> screaming Nancy Drew, but That's Harriet funny. the Spy is more accurate. Um, What else? What else? What else? Yeah, isn't that an insane story, though? It is. Well, what I, the heck? I hate and so, to like, ask this, but no yeah. major spoilers, because I have it ready to listen to tomorrow <laughs> while I... Do my t-shirt inventory. <laughs> oh. Well, I won't spoil it, but I'll say that I was at a certain point in the episode when you sent the pictures Sorry. that we saw. Well, no, and I was just like, oh, God, okay. I feel like I... It's like when you accidentally read the end of the book and you're like, Ugh. but then the thing happened and I was like, Ugh. So <laughs> that's how that went. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm very excited. Well, no, the the pictures actually, and I know our listeners aren't going to get to see the pictures. You don't um, want to, sorry uh, guys. They're pretty brutal. Like, yeah, and I I'm 100 not bothered by stuff like that at all. Um, well, it's a really, oddly enough, children uh, or animals. Guess, <laughs> not <but>. oddly enough. <laughs> yeah, Super children, valid. Like in the the. Uh, Paradise Lost documentary when you see the little boys' bodies, I like had to pause it, go yeah. have like two cigarettes and start again. But but I actually think it it's it is very impactful to see the crime scene photos. Um yeah. and I know a lot of people think it's gross or whatever or like kind of sick and it probably is, but like to me I think it fuels my impact on how or it fuels my feelings towards how impactful this this horrific thing was like hearing it is one thing and my imagination is pretty vivid but like seeing it face to face and knowing that it's a real dead body is 100 percent a whole other like it really puts things in perspective for me like i said i know i probably shouldn't but that's what that's what kind of brings me anytime people talk about dead bundy i go and look at the victim's body because i'm like no fuck that guy you know like 100 percent yeah I mean, I, has anyone seen the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron yet? Yeah, I, I'm indifferent. It, but I can't. Why? You. Just because the whole topic, I'm like Violet, it pisses me off that it's like, oh, yeah. Um, I, think- I read an I read an article that said that Zac Efron was so convincing as Ted Bundy. There's women now that think that Ted Bundy was innocent. So I think the acting is good. But I don't like the way they made. Um, his fiance Liz look they made her seem like a total wrecking ball without him until the very end when she was like well fuck this guy yeah I I haven't watched it yet I definitely will Um, I really like Zac Efron and I think he is the perfect choice yeah because to me like and I think this is what this is what bumps me out about it though is that it's kind of like when that show you premiered Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, oh my gosh. And yes, Penn Badgley, who plays the stalker in that show, is a very gorgeous human being. Like, good on you, Penn Badgley. 
I loved you in Easy A, but um, <laughs> and he, was, he was great in the show. I know it's not a very violent movie, but that movie's freaking great. It is, though. It is. It really is. Um, But, like, a lot of women were kind of, like, justifying what he was doing. And there were moments where I was kind of like, oh, God, yeah, just, like, get this over with already. Like, I kind of want him to win. But it, it was such a good mental, like, reality check for me. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, this is legitimately what happens. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, like people are so manipulative not just men women too but right. like people can be so manipulative that you can really start to buy into the insanity and and, and like i said i think where it gets dangerous is some people can't be mature enough to be like whoa wait check yourself check yourself before you wreck yourself well and it's also so important to be like hey by the way people get away with things because of their looks so don't trust fucking anyone yeah and that point is missed. Yeah. And and like I said, I, I think that's where a lot of people are failing at it. Um, I want to watch, there's this YouTuber I've been watching for like eight years now. Her name's Sarah Hawkinson. Um, she does a lot of videos about like serial killers and like, is it okay to wear like t-shirts with them on it or to kind of glamorize them? But she, I, I haven't watched her review yet. Um, but she did a review of the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron and she said, um, it was kind of, I, I saw the title and I was like, oh, I think she kind of liked it and appreciated it. So I'm, I'm very interested to see mm-hmm. what it Report is. Report back. But Macy and I have very similar tastes, so I will probably feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> but also my queen, Kaya Scodelario, is in it, so I will just be really pissed when she's not on screen. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, she was in this British uh, drama show for hip, cool teens and college kids called Skins. Was she in Westworld, too? Is that her? No. Um, she was in the newest Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean movie, which if you skipped it, pff, no one, yeah. You're not missing anything. Um, except for Kyle's the Spitalaria. Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Shanghai Disneyland is fucking life-changing. You should... 100% ride in. <laughs> the end. It's great. I really she was the short haired wife, fiance, ex in the movie. I can't no, remember. No, no. What's her name? Kaya Scodelario. And it's spelled exactly how it sounds. K Y. Oh, yeah, it really is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's gorgeous and I want to hold her hand. <laughs> I love that. Do you ever just love people so much that you don't want to get like raunchy about it? You're just like, they're just so perfect. I just want to hold it. That's how I feel about you guys. I just want to hold your hand. No. Aww. I want a Beatles song, you guys. That sounds dirty. <laughs> I just want to hold your hand. <laughs> Strawberry fields forever. <laughs> I would strawberry field to you guys. I don't know what that means. I'm going to stop. Someone's going to be really creepy and be like, how dare you say you want a strawberry field to your friend? I mean, uh, I wouldn't push just anybody down the stairs, okay? I mean, <laughs> I, I will. If you need me to push you down the stairs, I could I, probably go to prison for a few years. It's fine. I want to harbor women that are escaping the law in Alabama. Oh, like an underground railroad? Yeah, oh, you guys want to come visit your cousin? I'll take you to all the Nashville sites. Wink. Let's do it. Yeah. 
I will, yeah, I would, man, and no one would want to even, they'd be like, are you harboring a woman in your house? Be like, I mean, I'm harboring myself because I'm afraid of the world. Here's my machete to prove it. Here's I my afraid of the world machete. <laughs> Here's my pocket machete. It doesn't fit in my pocket, but. <clears throat> Great. Amazon will only let me buy 30 bottles of stress vitamins at a time. <laughs> the way your bangs fell when you said that was perfect. I need a haircut so bad it hurts. I like it. No, it's too much. My hair, I, so I do this thing now. Uh, this is a really uh, big runoff, but it's important, I think. Uh the best my hair ever looks is when I put a pillow or a towel over my pillow and shower right before bed and then fall asleep. Hmm. And then I toss and turn and my hair gets so like perfectly curly and wavy and it like looks real fucking crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> oh yes, this is all I've wanted. <laughs> yes, I look bonkers. No one talks to me. Everyone's like, oh, you wore your hair down today. It's not like, oh, you should wear your hair down more. <laughs> They're like, what happened to you? Yeah, but I love it. I think it, it looks great. It's no very, one... like, 80s camp counselor. Aww. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> it, like, but... pushes out. So it's, like, sides. flat, and then it's, like, <laughs> Yes. I cut my hair off because I wanted to look like Winona Ryder, and, spoiler alert, I don't. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I mean, uh, Winona Ryder looks like Winona Ryder. But... As most of you know, I hate, 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 hate showering, but I put up with it so I can pamper myself with my uh, blank slate blank lab slate lip scrubs. <laughs> you heard it once, you heard it twice, you're going to hear it a thousand times. Also, whoa, I got scruffy hands in the mail. Whoa, Oof. me too. Um, I took some of it to work today, and the ladies, all the ladies and the men, the men were like, hot damn, what's in this? What's in this cool stuff? And I'll tell you what, <laughs> hot I damn. told them exactly what was on the label, and they're like, I can pronounce all those. My coworkers all don't sound like them. Some of them do Just have very thick southern accents. Some um, of them are Australian. Yeah, true fact. Um, and even, no, he was in the office today. But anyways, <laughs> um, regardless of that fact, I was very sure to tell them all about Arcadian Beauty and Blink Slate Labs, which are our sponsors. No, I'm not personally, I mean, they're sponsoring us, but like, they're just, I, they're our friends and they're great. I hate to break it to any other sponsors that we get, but unless I really do enjoy your product, I'm not going to promote you. That ain't like, it. I'm going to, well, I'm not going to promote you with a new ad every time. <laughs> You're going to, well, and no, I don't even think, I don't, I don't know. I just like products that are consistent and that make me happy. And that lip scrub, I even made the joke, <laughs> wink, wink, about how I totally don't eat my lip scrub. Because <laughs> I don't. You can't. I mean, if you do, it's okay, but... I mean, I'm really surprised Ellie hasn't, like, contacted you, but hey. <laughs> Stop well. it. Stop eating the lip scrub. <laughs> so I took a scruffy hands to my coworker slash one of my favorite friends in Tennessee and he was like is this the one I can't eat wink wink and I was like yes this is the one you absolutely can't eat please do not eat this one 
There's tobacco in it. It's like chewing tobacco. I said, no, there's tobacco in it. Please don't eat it. uh, I'm not eating the scruffy hands. I will give you guys his honest review once it comes to me. I'm assuming it will at some point. But that's from Arcadian, not from Blank Slate. Everything is great. You can have both. Your skin, your hair, everything is nice. And you can, for like five minutes, stop thinking about abortion laws. Especially. I think at the very least, check him out on Instagram, uh, Blank Slate Labs, and then Arcadian Grooming. That's not Arcadian official. Oh. I said it wrong like 16 Shit. times. Oh. Sorry, Eric Dale. I really like your YouTube, whatever it is. It's Arcadian official. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. It's officially Ar- at Arcadian official. On Instagram, just check them out. If you don't know what we're talking about, check out their stuff. Uh, you can use code MURDERBLOWS for fifteen percent off on both sites. And yeah, get yourself some self love. <laughs> Violet hitting the it's woe so in the great. Violet hits the woe. Wait, what's hitting the woe? What you just did? I thought I dabbed. Oh, I don't know. This is a dab. What's hitting the woe? <laughs> I hate that we have to figure this out. Oh, I can't. You, you Grandma don't. status, what is? No, no. Teach me after the renaissance. <laughs> I've never heard that in my entire oh, life. Oh, it's, it's the number one. What is hitting Look. the woe? Right here. I'm... You guys are making me feel so old. And it started on TikTok. <laughs> Amazing song. Oh. Hitting Don't a woe is when a dancer makes quick, small, circular motions with their fists and leans into a freeze position when the beat drops in a song. Dang, uh, I wish you guys <laughs> wouldn't teach me this because I'll tell you what, whenever I wear a costume, I love to do cringy things. Like, I learned how to floss, and Sasha gets on to me so much when we're waiting in line for things, and I'm in full cosplay, and I'm flossing. Like, I'm bored. Can I floss? <laughs> I love dabbing in costumes, and now that I know what that is, I'm going to be at the Renaissance Festival living, listening to Renaissance music and trying to hit the woe to it. <laughs> oh, this is funny. I like it. It's a TikTok compilation of them hitting the woe with stuff in their hands. <laughs> so they keep, like, dropping stuff. <laughs> I'll say we need to make Maisie a TikTok of me hitting the woe in full Renaissance car. <laughs> Oh my god, you got it. Check us out on the Murder Blows TikTok. Not a thing. Not a thing. (laughs) You will be sorely disappointed. Um, I just go on there to watch. Wait, I have a promo to plug real quick. They don't know I'm plugging it. I didn't tell them. Um, But uh, there's a really cool D&D podcast run by some really cool kids in the Appalachian Mountains. Appalachian? Appalachian. Depends on how far you are up the mountain. I'm way down. Not even on the mountain. That's Appalachian. <laughs> Appalachian. Uh, but up in the Smokies, uh, called the Lavalin... <laughs> it's not called that. It's the Lavalin <laughs> Pod. Um, and they just started a Patreon, as far as I can tell. Uh, there's a really cool artist. Her name is Madeline. Go check out her work and everything she does with the D&D podcast. Um, if you're a nerd like me. And you like D&D. Um, I'm biased because I know a lot of people uh, that are involved with it. 
and that also support it. And so, yeah, go check it out. This is unsponsored promo. Unsponsored promo. But um, I didn't think it was D and D. I thought they made up a game. Oh yeah. So technically, it's like I guess D and D style is a better. It's yeah. RPG. Yeah. Just go hear yourself some storytelling up in the if you're on the top of the mountain it's Appalachian I think they also do like live streams like live stream like lore I think it's called Lavin lore um and uh I will put all of that stuff in the description box of this episode I was gonna say below but I'm on video for the first time in a long time and this is not a YouTube video (laughs) Macy looks shocked Okay, like sorry. That keeps bringing out a bottle of wine. I have the news on, but I have it on mute, and they were talking about the abortion thing. Oh, so I. So, okay, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a lot. So, yeah, this is an audio podcast. Phyla just filled what appears to be a pint glass with rose. <laughs> All the way to the top. Um, it's red Moscato. Sorry, it is red Moscato, but it is a pint glass and it is full to the tippy top. I don't know why she's not just drinking out of the bottle. Because I can't believe that. That's funnier. (laughs) That was a violet sized glass of wine. That's so much funnier. No, so they were talking about the abortion ban, and it's world news tonight, so the poor guy that has to deliver all the terrible news all the time was on TV. And he was saying that it's not going to take effect until probably the next six months, but they have legislation already, like, waiting to be signed to battle against it. So people are just, like, not here for it. And then the next story was a helicopter crashing into the Hudson, and they showed it, and it's, like, propellers, like, flying everywhere, but there is one guy on it, and he lived. But that's why my mouth was open, because I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) What is actually happening in the world right now? I don't know. It's called, I want to live in a small house in the middle of the woods. Right. I do that, but I still have to deal with this shit. All right, Maisie. (laughs) What the hell is going on? This is the most bizarre episode. (laughs) Yeah. Just a lot of waves. If this is your first episode in Murder Blows... Wow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If this is your first episode and you're still here to hear I... this, <laughs> you're now our number one fan. Woof. So, um, yeah, let's just fucking get into it. Um, so, I'm gonna tell you, I don't know how to word it and not give it away. So, yeah, let's just start. So, on November 8th, 2010, and just let me know if you've heard any of these names before. Um, three intruders go through the front unlocked door of the Pan family in Canada. Markham, Canada. To be Does more it involve specific. going to see a Lion King movie? More Pacific. Uh, well, No. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> different, different murders. Sorry. Oh, I'm so curious. Tell your story. <laughs> so, three intruders come in. They, um, oh my god, there's so many ways to tell this. 
they see the mom first. Her name is Bic. Bic, Bic Ha is her name. And they tie her up and they put her on the couch. And one of the other intruders goes upstairs to the um, master bedroom where uh, Han Pan is. And Han is woken. Woken? He's. I don't know how. Awoken? Yeah. <laughs> He's awoken by uh, a gun to his head. And so the intruders take him downstairs and they're like, Where's the money? Where's the money? Give us all your money. And the wife, Bic, is. So Bic and Han are Vietnamese. And so in Vietnamese, she's like, How did they get in? And he's like, I don't know. I locked the door. So they're like, where's the money? Stop talking. You talk too much. Shut up. Where's the money? Where's the money? And they are having a hard time understanding because English isn't their first language. And then their daughter has been tied to the banister. And her name's Jennifer. And she's like, they're asking for money. Just give them your money or whatever. So they get like $60 from Han. They're like, we know you have more money somewhere let's like just give us the money and so they go and they vandalize the master bedroom they find I think it was like a grand in the drawer that Vic had been saving and so they um kind of just give up on the robbery part and they take Vic and Han down to the basement they put them on the couch they put blankets over them and they shoot (sighs) Vic in the shoulder, once in the neck, and then once in the head. And Vic dies instantly. And then they shoot Han, once in the shoulder, it goes through his shoulder. They shoot him in the neck, and it barely misses his carotid artery. And then they shoot him in the eye, and it crushes his orbital bone. But they don't know that he lives. So he's laying there, or he's sitting there, and he's, You know, they just, like, leave. Like, they shot him. They think they're dead. They leave. So, there is a 911 call placed by the daughter, Jennifer, who was tied to the banister. She had the cell phone in her back pocket, and she was able to call 911. And I got, my sources are, I have multiple sources I can tell you at the end, but one of them is the case file episode. I think it's 50. But it opens with a 911 call, and it is a very disturbing phone call. So she's like, please help, you know, like, come quick. We have intruders in our house or whatever. And then maybe, like, 30 seconds in, you hear this man screaming, and that's Han. That's her dad. And so the police are there, and they take her to the hospital because she's – basically fine she's just been tied up and they take her to the hospital and then they realize that she doesn't really have any type of major wounds on her it's just like kind of red marks from where she was tied up a little bit but other than that she's fine and so not long after that they take her to the police office or the police station um they let her know her mom has passed and she's visibly upset And they let her know that her dad is 
um, still alive, but he's in a deuced, in an induced coma. Uh, she's in the interview, and she seems like, you know, like really kind of solemn. She's, you know, a little upset, but nothing like no violent outbursts or anything. And they're asking her questions about the night. She tells her story, and then they do this technique where they want her to retell the story, but like almost like she's from above. So maybe she can get more details, which is apparently a popular way to interrogate someone. And so she does remember names and she remembers a little bit more about the details of the faces of the intruders, which is helpful. And they're like, okay, well, can we, we're going to look at your phone because like, we don't really know why this would happen. This is a really safe neighborhood. There had been like, I think on case file, they said like 11 uh, like home invasions in the past like three years or something like just not a thing that happens and then to have murder on top of it was just like unheard of and so they were like well do you think someone is following your mom or you know your dad or whatever like can we see your phone so we can kind of work through the stuff here and she all of a sudden is very like why like you don't you don't need to see my phone why would you need that and so they're like, oh, okay, well, that's weird, but they don't really have, like, they can't hold her, you know? They just, she just got, gave them her statement. Um, so, kind of to take a step back, before all of that happened, um, like I said, Bic and Han are from, they're Vietnamese born, they moved to Canada, um, they immigrated, they were both refugees, but they came over separately. Sorry, I'm in Canada, Sasha, I know, but, like, North America, so. How dare you. I'm gonna count it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Canada's fine. Everywhere is fine. Everywhere is fine. <laughs> Canada's fine, I'll allow it. Uh, they got married in Toronto, and they had Jennifer in 1986, and Felix, her brother, in 1989. They both worked at the Magna International um, auto parts manufacturer in our Ontario. Um, they worked really hard for their money just to make sure that their kids like had as many opportunities as possible. And they, they were, hard for their money. they did, <laughs> they were, um, thrifty and they were very frugal. And by 2004, they had saved up enough money to buy their dream home, which was in Markham, which is a large, like, that has, it's known for having a large Asian population. Vic, um, the mom, was able to drive a Lexus and Han drove a Mercedes. So they were, like, doing good. Um, as a kid, Jennifer was known for doing well in school. She took piano lessons when she was young and, like, super excelled in that. And she was into, she did figure skating that like kind of took over her life for a while like she wouldn't get home from practice until like 10 p.m and this is this is elementary school by the way so getting That's home really late 10 most PM. elementary school kids go to bed between 8 30 and 9 30. yeah but then she would have to do her homework after 10 p.m and then like get up and do it all anyway she was really into ice skating and her goal was to be in the um 2010 winter olympics uh but that kind of came to a halt when she tore ligament in her knee. She attended, oh, that was the Catholic secondary school. Um, she was in the band. She was, like, in all kinds of stuff. But 
she felt pressure from a young age from her parents. And as far as I can tell, this is not a problematic term. But if someone feels like it is, please stop me. Um, Han was kind of a tiger dad. Is that okay? It feels like I... I have never heard that as a bad thing. Okay. Like, everything I've looked up said, like, it's not problematic, but it just seems like something that would be. We're sorry. I don't know. Can you define that? Isn't it to describe how Asian culture Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh! I don't think that's derogatory. It, it's yeah. like okay. It, I mean, it feeds into a stereotype. Yeah, that Asian parents expect more from their children. But I don't think, especially from immigrant parents, that we see that as problematic because we, I like, I understand where that's coming from. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Thank you. Okay. Her dad Sorry. was super tough on her. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) uh, so they were super tough on her they would pick her up from school um when her classes were over and they monitored like monitored what she would do after school they she was never allowed to date when she was in high school she never went to any dances or proms or anything like that anything that could distract her from school was like a no-go okay yeah, go I don't ahead. know if this is just me getting old, but I I think that's good. <laughs> because I, mean, I think you should go do some stuff. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, because I, okay, and I think of all the things that I did at that mm-hmm. age, and it was not good. It was not, I mean, even, like, the best thing I ever did as far as, like, skipping a, a dance or whatever was I went to an anime convention instead. But, um, so but, I wasn't allowed to date and I was married at 18 so ooh. I mean yeah just also whatever your parents say you're gonna want to do the opposite this is also true, true. <laughs> dear mom this is my belated mother's day letter you were right I was wrong should have listened to you turned out okay anyway here we are now here we are um so, despite her parents' high expectations, um, her grades in high school are, like, somewhat average. So, when she would get report cards in the mail, she would forge them. She would use false templates and, like, photocopy, like, turn the F into an A, classic DJ Tanner style. Um, so, she failed a calculus class in her senior year of high school, which, hey. Who doesn't fail how calculus? Are you? <laughs> Just kidding, I passed, but still, it sucked. So, um, I Calculus is not a high school class. Let me just clarify. Like, it is fucking hard. Yeah. Hey, as a high school dropout, at least she went to high school. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, oh, tell that to Tiger Dad. I'm sure out. he'll appreciate it. Wait, what? She dropped so, out. Oh, shit. What up, girl? No, I'm just Yeah. <laughs> she dropped out of high school. She did not finish. Uh, she could not, you know, let her parents know that, though. So 
she eventually pretended to be attending college. She, her dad really wanted her to be a doctor, but then he realized that she wouldn't be able to handle the, um, like, hands-on. He wanted her to be a pharmacist. So, she pretend rolled in pharmacy school. And she would get on the bus. She would leave. She bought books. She bought textbooks for pharmacy. She bought highlighters. She had the whole shebang. She had notebooks full of notes. And it's just stuff that she wrote while she was sitting in cafes. She got a side gig as a piano teacher. And she worked in a restaurant. Um, Jennifer told Jesus her parents. Jesus like not Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like a being lot of both work. a tutor and a server. Like I remember waiting tables and being fucking exhausted. Yeah, every day. But also, like that's a lot of effort to not be. To, a lot of effort into nothing when it comes to the school part. Like you're gonna buy, you're gonna sit there and take notes. And, and not really, you know what I mean? Like that's just crazy to me. Um, she was able to, like, maintain the charade from her parents because she told her parents she wants scholarships. And, yeah. Yep, and that's how she was saying she got into the pharmacology program at the University of Toronto. So, yeah. But she came in, like, knowing the terminology because she watched videos related to pharmacology and stuff like that, which is just, like... Whoa. Teach yourself on YouTube. At that real. point, if you're putting that much effort in a line, just go college. That's what I'm <laughs> um, so while she was out of the house, spending all this time away from home, even though she was still living at home, she was staying every once in a while with her boyfriend, Daniel Wong, who was her high school sweetheart that her parents knew nothing about. Um, he worked at a pizza restaurant. Free pizza, hello. Hello. He was a he was a student at the same high school as her. I uh, thought you were gonna say same made up pharmaceutical. <laughs> <laughs> um the pharmaceutical school is real. Her acceptance. <laughs> yeah. Uh Not it so was much. no no that he was like a low key drug dealer. So better than being a high key drug dealer. I mean how what key was he really? We'll never know. <laughs> C sharp. So while she's pretending to get a degree in pharmacology at the University of Toronto, she told her parents that she started working as a volunteer at Toronto's Hospital for Sick Children. It looks like that's literally the title of the hospital. I hope to God it's not. <laughs> I mean, I think it is. <laughs> this is the school for kids who can't read good. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name's Jared. I'm 19 and I can't read. Uh, uh, but, like, okay, you're already pretending to go to pharmacy school on a complete scholarship, and now you're a model student and you're volunteering at a hospital, but really you're teaching piano and waiting tables and sleeping with your low key drug dealer pizza boyfriend. There's a lot I- going on. <laughs> you didn't even finish high school. All right. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, so, no. You don't I'm have just... to finish high school. I'm just saying. <laughs> but don't buy highlighters and not go to school. 
Especially, don't buy textbooks and not go to school. They're so fucking they, expensive. They were second-hand textbooks. So. I was thinking of, like, makeup highlighters, and I was like, man, they are really calling me out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't know how to wear makeup in high school. <laughs> me too, neither. No, none of us did. It was I early to now. I don't even do that. Because uh... you're beautiful. <laughs> Easy, <laughs> do you you know those pictures they take sorry to interrupt your story but of people that it's like before <gasps> and after you tell them they're beautiful <laughs> is that what they do they do like i don't know how to take hi i'm 26 i don't know how to take a compliment yeah you should talk to Lori about nope Lori is mine you should talk to kathleen about that <laughs> my friend's mom's name is Lori. i was like what would she know <laughs> <laughs> nothing just like Lori. just kidding i love Lori. Anyway, back to the story. She's volunteering at the sick hospital. The Toronto's hospital for sick kids. (laughs) Yeah, that can't read good. Uh, So Han and Vic, they came a little suspicious when they realized she didn't have any, like, hospital ID or uniform. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I was going to say, the girl went out and bought secondhand textbooks. I could get scrubs at Walmart right now. Oh, real? With Tweety Bird on them. Yeah, with anything. I could I could go and be like, ooh, yes. I could match my makeup to my scrubs. I could scrub <laughs> any color. Are you kidding me? Well, she didn't have any type of coat or uniform, so. That's how you can tell she didn't finish high school. And as someone that didn't finish high school, I would know. <laughs> Jennifer, all you had to do was buy the $10 scrubs at Walmart. That's all you had to do. That's it. Get um, your head in the game. Tiger Dad ain't dealing with none of your bullshit. No. So her mother, Vic, followed her to work without her knowing and uh, just realized that she was blatantly lying. Um, so Vic told Han, and Han wanted to throw Jennifer out of the house, but Vic persuaded him to, like, let her stay. Um, as she had not completed high school due to failing calculus, she eventually began working to finish high school completely. So, even though she's faking to go to college, yeah, she, like, goes and tries to do calculus to actually graduate high school. Um, that's also when Han gave her the ultimatum that you are not allowed to see Wong again or you're not going to live here. And she was not allowed to go anywhere except for the calculus class and the piano teaching job. Um, yeah. So, fun fact, Daniel Wong had bought a burner phone for Jennifer so they could text, texty text, without her parents knowing. So by the time that Jennifer is 24... Uh, Wong was kind of over trying to pursue the relationship with her because she was still living with her parents. She was super restricted. She wasn't allowed to do anything. She lived at home. Uh, they would only meet in secret. And so Wong began to date somebody else and he like fell in love with this other girl. And so Jennifer quickly invented a new story and told Wong that a man entered her house showing what appeared to be a police badge, and then she told him that several men had rushed in and gangbanged her. 
nope, gang raped her. Those are different. Uh, after this, she insisted that a bullet was mailed to her, telling Wong that it was sent from his new girlfriend. So, they've been in this on-and-off relationship for so long, Wong gets tired of waiting around for Jennifer to, like, be free, essentially, and so he starts seeing somebody else, and she is just not having it. So she makes up this gang rape story and says that his new girlfriend sent a bullet, which was not everything i was like super on her side until this point i mean yeah that's a thing like you kind of you feel bad for her because her parents are so strict but then you're like but also you did not handle this no not at all also you're 24 also at this time her brother is in an actual college for mechanical engineering he has successfully moved away he is three years younger than her and He's not a part of any of this. So, like... At least he didn't... I don't know. No, but, like, I don't know if it was a weird, like... Maybe they were more protective of her than they were of him. But I think she just as easily could have moved out. Legitimately. And, like, finished her calculus class. (laughs) And put her highlighters to good use, you know? (sighs) So... Um, since they had this burner phone, Jennifer and Daniel were still in contact, kind of, and, um, she was like, look, I want to get out, I'm feeling restricted, I want to get out of this house, but I feel like the only way to do it is, you know, like, somebody's gonna have to go, because I got the ultimatum, and I guess I can't afford to move out, or whatever, so, there was the shady character named Andrew Montmeyer. That was a high school friend of hers, but that Wong also knew from his drug dealing days. And Pan had gave him $1,500 to kill her father in the parking lot at his workplace. Um, so there was also this guy named Richard Duncan that was the goth kid that was part of this team. Uh, Duncan says that once... She once gave him $200 for a night out that he returned it and that that he, oh, yeah. Okay, so she was like, I want you to kill my parents. He was like, okay, it's going to be this much money. And she gave him a little bit, and he was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. So she was mad that he didn't want to do it. Like, who knows off the top of their head, like, how much money killing someone's parents that you probably know, you probably met. Oh, we're going to get into him as accountant. Okay. I mean, not really, just a little bit. But, like, how do you, like, have you pre-decided that number? Like, I'm thinking in my head, it would be a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're pan, uh, Jennifer and Daniel are back in contact. Uh, they come up with a plan to hire a professional hitman for 10 grand to kill her parents, calculating that she would then inherit $500,000. They planned to, her and Wong planned to move in together. Um, And that's when they were like, this is such a solid plan. Let's do this. So Wong has another pocket of shady characters like uh, Linford Crawford, who was also called Homeboy. And he gave her 
a, a new SIM card for their burner phone so she could contact Crawford without using her whatever actual SIM card. Um, Crawford, so the shady character Crawford contacted another man named Eric Sean Sniper Cardi, who in turn contacted another man, David, oh my god, my Vagalganam? Yep. Okay. So you got three people on board for this right now. So on the night of November 8th, what actually happened is Jennifer, she got so tired. <laughs> Sorry. Um, on the burner phone, they made the plan and Jennifer sent a text. Oh, fuck. This is so creepy. Hold on. I wrote it down. It was so creepy. So on their burner phone with the SIM card, she texted one of the hitmen, I believe it was um, Crawford. She texted him VIP access, which is how he knew that the front door was unlocked. And the police know this because they have security footage of, like, from the house across the street. And at a certain time on the night of November 8, Jennifer had, like, flicked the lights upstairs on and off. And that's how they knew to come in. And as she did that on the videotape, like, the timestamp on that matched the timestamp of the VIP access text. Which is she... Jesus Christ. Super creepy. So... She turns the light on, turns the light off. That's how they know to come in. Um, that means she just unlocked the door for them. Then they come in. They never tie her up. She's never tied up. And we know this because while Han had woke up from his, had woke up, again, he's waking up from his coma. And the police go to question him, and he was like, mm, what did he say? I thought I had a quote written down, but I guess I don't. Um, he says that Jennifer was walking around and talking to the intruders the whole time. Her own dad. What her own fucking dad. Feeling, though, like, can you imagine your own kid is, like, murdering? I guess I can never imagine this. I mean, why would you ever? So, um, she, in fact, was never tied up, and she, okay, so anyway, let's go, as the police. So, it's pronounced Bill Gates, but that's not how it's spelled. (laughs) Detective Bill Gates, uh, no relation to Microsoft. Yeah. I was gonna say, Microsoft at law. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Microsoft at law. Um, yeah, Han says she's never tied up, and she was talking to the intruders. There is no evidence right now against Jennifer, but there is concerns, and so they do a nine-hour interrogation with Jennifer Pan. They question her for nine hours, and she confesses that she hired the hitman to do a suicide by proxy. So she says she organized the hit to kill her. And then I watched a, what's it called? A true crime daily video on YouTube. And the interviewer was like, so they shot everyone but her? 
And Bill Gates is like, exactly. That's the weird part. I just saw Violet hit the wall again. Because she's oh, so no. shocked. Oh, I didn't see that. I don't have it on. <laughs> I did not hit the wall. It was an accident. I accidentally hit the wall. I was just shocked. <laughs> Normal shocked. Normal shocked. Um, this was... A be- it was not... Be- not Believable is not the right word, but it wasn't something that was totally left field because Jennifer said she had tried to kill herself in the past and there was proof that she had started cutting at a young age because she was so stressed about the pressure on her. So that's a very real thing and that really does suck. But the police don't really buy the suicide by proxy angle. So she says that it was for her and she wanted to cancel it, but it was a another $10,000 cancellation fee and she couldn't pay that, so they killed her family instead. That's her story. So they're like, whoa, this is just like, what? This is a lot. She apparently contracted Comcast to kill her family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. A $10,000 cancellation fee. Oh my god, you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, we'd love to help you out with that. Uh, but it seems, it seems here that you uh, aren't able to pay the cancellation fee for uh, your hit. So instead, uh, we're just going to murder your whole family, okay? Great. Um, However, uh, we are upgrading our high-speed Wi-Fi service, so. So you can get VIP access whenever you need it. Also, for your trouble, we'll offer you a $5 a month Showtime subscription. Okay. I see we did with the VIP access. Damn! Um, So... They're like, this is a weird story. Let's take a second. Let's talk to Daniel Wong. So they talked to Daniel Wong. I don't think his interrogation was nine hours long. I don't think it needed to be because they didn't collaborate on their stories. So Daniel Wong says that Jennifer did want her parents dead. And that he told him that he bought her a burner phone and that there was a SIM card in the phone and they go back to her and she confesses that she has destroyed the sim card but not deleted the some of the text from the phone girl so they found text messages on the phone making plans to kill her parents we didn't think this through and did we Phones have memory. Phones have memory. Um, so she's arrested. Let me, I don't want to fuck this up. Good. As you should be uh, when you okay. plot to kill your parents or anyone. Yeah. Yep. The, the David Milvaganinim guy was arrested. Jennifer Pan was arrested. Uh, what's his face? Cardi. Yep, good job. Sniper Cardi was arrested, and Lenford Crawford was arrested. Devastated because I was on mute, and I don't know how brilliantly I remembered that name. Yeah, she said Sniper. She was on it. Cooperated. Um, Jennifer was arrested on November 22nd, 2010, so not long at all after, like, Several days, but still. Um, ultimately, the trial 
of Jennifer and her accomplices began years later on March 19th of 2014 and continued for the next 10 months. All parties pleaded not guilty to the charges of first degree murder, attempted murder, and conspiracy to commit murder. Why? How? What are we doing? I'm not uh, a lawyer, but that seems like a <laughs> bad idea. Yeah. So at the trial, the police evidence included exhaustive tracking to the mobile device movements of the text messages, including over 100 messages sent between Pan and Wong in the six hours prior to the killing. Prior to the killing, like six hours, the same day. Further evidence uh, centered around the atypical nature of the break-in robbery and shootings and the irregularities in Pan's testimony. Uh, Jennifer's obsession with Wong, her lack of true emotion and confession regarding the attacks and recognition of the trauma she underwent were also detailed. This is all Wikipedia, this last bit. A major irregularity was the fact that Pan was not assaulted, blindfolded, taken to the basement, nor shot, leaving behind an eyewitness to the attack. Evidence from Han which differed greatly from Pan's version, also undermined her credibility as she uh, as did her inability to recreate the conditions of her 911 call. So that's the thing. In that true, true crime daily video, they ask her to, um, like, act out how she was, how she dialed 911 with her hand set up to the banister. And she proved that it was possible, but the way her voice is so loud and clear on the 911 call, it's not, it's not, because she would have to do it from down here, because her hands were tied behind her back. All I gotta say is, you didn't buy scrubs. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't buy scrubs. Um, Don't add up. They would have thought you were volunteering. That's true. Um, So at the trial... The trial included over 200 exhibits, so Exhibit A, Exhibit B, plus 198 more. Over 50 witnesses testified at the trial. So Pan, Jennifer Pan, Daniel Wong, Daniel, God, my Nam. Wait till you guys see this name typed out. You're not going to say it either. And Linford Crawford were all convicted on December 13, 2014, and each received a life sentence with no chance of parole for 25 years. Yeah, um, Pan's, Jennifer Pan's father, Han, and brother requested a court order that banned Jennifer from ever contacting them again, and despite the object, the ob- objections of the defense lawyers, the judge filed the order, and Pan is also barred from contacting Juan. As of 2016, she was serving her sentence in the Grand Valley Institution for Women in Kitchener, Ontario. And they're all locked up in Ontario, just different places. I thought she was out already. No. This might be another girl who got her boyfriend to kill her family. Uh, are you thinking about Jasmine Richardson? Yes. <laughs> I also looked at that one. Yeah. Like, if you're going to kill your family, just do it yourself. It's so wild. Also, the part where she pretended to go to school just, like, really 
It hit. It struck a chord with me. I couldn't stop I thinking about it. I mean, I think about like the things I do to like hide my social media from my mom. That's I'm not. Like, yeah, but you didn't buy highlighters. No. I don't know why that's the part that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I listened to, like I said, the podcast Case File. They have an episode on her. I highly recommend it. It starts with the 911 uh, audio, though, so beware of that if that's not your jam. Do they not give you a warning on that one? Nope. What? Yeah, that's they not just cool. right into it. You can. That's like a super trigger for a lot of people. Yeah, you can hear Han screaming in it, though. Like, it's. Now I have to go listen to it. It's rough. Now, I will say I totally. I'm not against trigger warnings or anything like that. Like, I think they're helpful, but. I will stay when it comes to true crime. I guess you know what you're getting into. I mean, I, I, I it's kind of like the people that were upset about Game of Thrones. Uh, well, well, we'll talk about that later. Thrones, but no, like <laughs> when they were upset for not offering a trigger warning, I was like, well, like you knew though. You kind of know what your uh, the Ramsey episode. That's not uh, the first rape in the show, though. No, but yeah, so it's like. At that point, like, it, you should just, I get it. you know what you're getting into, I've you know, like, place. yeah, Be when I watch, what you watch, yeah, when I watch true crime, I'm not like, I wonder if someone's going to get murdered in this, <laughs> right, you know, like, nine times out of ten, I mean, that's the basis of it, so, but, anyways, I, I support if you put trigger warnings, or if you don't, I'm ready, I'm, I'm ready, ready. There's also an episode of Dark Poutine, episode 49, I listened to the Toronto Life article by Karen K. Ho, and then the True Crime Daily video on YouTube, which there's like four different versions of that. So yeah, that's the story of Jennifer Pan. I'm glad it ended happy. <laughs> and they go to jail forever after. And they never, she never talks to Han or her brother ever again. Ever. She's a also, can... another thing that was a little, like, I guess, I don't know if it threw police off or it was kind of creepy, but um, she was 24 years old and she looks 15. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Sucks for you! But, like, <laughs> mentally, like, that's probably hard Sorry. for her. It's probably hard for her parents to, like, let go of her. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't be strict with your kids because they might hire their shady friends named Sniper to kill you. Or McMagvathbanamana to kill you too. Yep. Or Watch Cardi out. B. Also, 500000 is a very large inheritance, so... Well, that's what they estimated that she would get 500000 and her brother would get 500000 And then they could just live happily ever after in the house. Yes. I don't understand that thinking. Hey, it's not like my killer who definitely lived in his murder victim's house and then hosted his parents. Um, also, don't hire hits out for your family. Just go to therapy like everybody else. Yeah. It's just as expensive. Don't do a hit. It's <laughs> just as expensive. <laughs> I'm so glad to be done with that. Yeah. It's a shitty story. Especially, like... If it just wrapped up in 2014, like, it's a very easy to be like, oh, well, people faced that kind of pressure before, and, like, that was the early 90s, but, like, no. No. Still, 
still assholes murdering people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy uh, that uh, decapitated his family or whatever goes on trial on the 29th. They just found another body in a cabin burned down. Wait, what guy? The Portland guy. Oh. Two, I think two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. He goes like on trial soon. Ago. But yeah. Yeah. That's good. Also, I'd like Piece it to be known that he was not arrested for trying to light a neighbor's house on fire. And that is what he did to someone during this case. So, I hope lawmakers pay attention to that. People deserve second chances. Ugh. Yeah, like Brock Turner. Nope. Ugh, that name. Wow. Just the name makes me cringe. I told Hilarious. you about the story I was writing where a girl murders a guy named Rock Spurner, right? Yes. <laughs> so what do we like this week? Are we just skipping that since we did advice earlier in the in the episode or Advice, don't waste highlighters and get some Walmart scrubs. <laughs> also, don't sign up for college and pretend to go. Just fucking go. Buy your scrubs. If you don't want to be academic, talk to your parents. I mean, if, if even if they don't understand, you can move out. Even if you can't That's move what out, I did. there are resources available to you. 100%. Don't hire a hit on your family. It's not going to work out in your favor. Nope. Don't date pizza guy drug dealers. Unless the weed is very good. I was going to say, it's got to be like... <laughs> you know oh, what's I... funny about this case? Is I also did that. <laughs> But was it good weed or was it shit? Oh, it was real good, but and I got it for free, but still not worth it, ladies. That's right. Get it. He's like, I've been quiet this whole time, but I got something to say. (laughs) You love your new daddy, even though he hasn't met him, but June 6th, my boyfriend will live with me, and he will also have a machete, so get ready. I'm just kidding. I don't know if he wants one, but Double machete. Just put one, like, in his side of the bed, just in case. <laughs> I got you a bedside machete. <laughs> I would find that romantic. Damn, I don't have any more holidays that I get presents for until Christmas. Ugh. Woof. Well, you know I buy gifts whenever we go to cons, though. I know. We'll make so, our yeah, own you can set goals. Anymore. Set goals, and if you achieve them, buy yourself a gift. There you go. <gasps> Aw, cute. But that leads to a spiral where I don't achieve my goals and I buy myself the stuff anyway and then I feel guilty. It's a thing. Yeah, I've done it. Um, I, I want to do things we like. It's great. I don't know. Life has been really good. So. Oh, I would say things that you like. Because like, then it makes life good. That's my advice. The end. I like that school's almost over. Uh, that that kid. Yeah. That means more time for the kid, alright? Less homework. (laughs) (laughs) Does he have to do common core math? Is he in calculus yet? No. Good. But common core, yes. 
Although but I, I don't care to learn Common Core. Doesn't bother me. Hmm. It's dumb. I used math to track calories today. It was very obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting there talking to Siri, and I'm like, "This package has four servings of 85 grams. So what's 85 times four divided by six? Because I want to use six servings." Oh, and it got ridiculous. But that's why you have a calculator on your phone. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon in our brains. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Sasha, sign me up. <laughs> Sasha's like, I want the chip in my hand that lets me pay for stuff. So I don't forget my wallet. <laughs> it's so practical when you put it that way. Um, <laughs> you're going to move to the woods with me and then you won't need it. I guess not, but I still really like to buy stuff. I mean, Amazon delivers. Oh, I love That's that true. shit. <laughs> they even deliver to me on Sundays, so... What? I don't get yeah. deliveries. Really? I do, in the middle of nowhere. It's the only I thing I get. I literally ordered menstrual cups, because I am finally out of tampons, and so I was like, I'm going to help the environment. Sorry, coworkers that listen to this. Um, and... They were supposed to get in Sunday. I was supposed to fly, or Saturday. I was supposed to fly out Sunday morning, and I had no tampons and no menstrual cups. Fucking flying across the world. It's tight. Oh, let me know how you like those. I will. I like them. Yeah? That's what I like this week, menstrual cups. Tight. That was easy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm shaking paint. Also nature. You said Opal Falls? Opal Creek. Creek, sorry. Also very pretty. Very cute. So sweet. I like turkey legs and Game of Thrones and friendship and And celebrating your birthday even though you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. It won't technically be my birthday so I can still celebrate my unbirthday, but yeah, okay. I just, I'm so excited to wear a costume and look majestic or not majestic. I don't care. Mm-hmm. There's a beer garden. There's a beer garden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, thanks for tuning in to Murder Blows. <laughs> much for this hanging on this wild ride. Thanks for listening to us, bitch. We're depressed. <laughs> Twitter at Murder Blows, Instagram at Murder Blows, email murderblows at gmail.com, TikTok slash forward slash Murder Blows. That's not a thing. Also, check out, if you liked hearing Michael's voice in our last episode, she also has a podcast called Blank the Movie Podcast. She doesn't like movies, but her partner Josh went to film school. So they have like six or seven <laughs> episodes out now, and they just, they're hilarious because if you like listening to opposite opinions, it's a good time. I will put their info in this box. I will put their info in last week's episode's box also. And we'll tweet them and links and all that good jazz, but tell them we, we sent, sent uh, you. Blank the Movie Podcast. Blank Slate Labs, Arcadian Official, Lavalin. Everything. All buzzwords. This is homework for you. Memorize it, and we'll quiz you next week. Tiger Dads. Buy your scrubs. Buy your scrubs at Walmart. <laughs> Use your highlighter.
Use your highlighters. Don't waste that ink. It's expensive. Teach Goodbye. Piano. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>